0: Love,
1: talk radio. Hello and welcome to another exciting edition of Taylor Bay Sports with Kevin Taylor. I am your host, Kevin Taylor. So glad to be back with you here for another power-packed program just for you covering Atlanta sports. We're rocking the sports bell from the ATL, no doubt about that. And of course, there's a lot to cover on this edition, so we'll be starting that in just a moment. But first, remember... That you can always reach out to me on social media, Kevin Taylor ninety eight on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Again it's Kevin Taylor ninety eight. Hopefully everyone's been doing well. Are you enjoying your summer? Yeah, it's been a hot one here in Atlanta. We've been getting some rain here of late, uh, but uh, we we always need the rain though. But uh we got yeah, the fourth of July coming up as well. Peace Road Roll race getting ready, so I know those Uh, participants are probably uh, in the home stretch of their preparation, but that will be coming up here in Atlanta next week. Of course, you know, July, that means toward the end of the month, you've got media days. The SEC media days will be here in the middle part of July. The training camp will start for the Atlanta Falcons in the latter part of July. So I've always said, you know, once July hits, even though it's summer, training camp is not far behind. And then, you know, cooler weather is not far behind that as well. (laughs) But, uh, you know, we're still going to live every day, day by day. And, of course, it's still uh, 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 baseball season. You've got the WNBA. You've got PGA. uh, You've got the College Baseball World Series that just wrapped up. Congratulations to Oregon State on winning their first national title. And um, so a lot to a lot going on this summer, just in sports in general. So uh, just a lot of a lot of fun covering sports. And, of course, from an Atlanta perspective as well, we've got the Atlanta Braves, we'll touch on in just a few minutes. They're in first place in the National League East. You've got the Atlanta United, they're still at the top of the standings in the MLS. So uh, just a, a fun time right now being in Atlanta. And, of course, we've got the Atlanta Hawks. They're making moves as uh, the NBA draft just came up recently. Uh, Travis Link is like a kid at Christmas. You know, he's just like smiling from the end year because he has the person that he really wanted in this year's draft, and that was Trey Young. Trey Young led uh, the Nation in scoring last season with uh, just over 27 points per game. He led the Nation in assists as well from Oklahoma. Also, they, they selected him actually fifth with a fifth overall pick. Uh, Luka Doncic, who the uh, Hawks headed the third pick, they traded him to Dallas. And then, of course, Trey Young, which was drafted by Dallas, but he will be coming to Atlanta in that trade. So, um, you know, I know that you probably are trying to still figure that out if you haven't already, but basically, again, the Hawks still picked third. They picked Luka Doncic. They sent him to Dallas for the number fifth pick, number five pick. And then at the number five pick, they picked Trey Young, uh, So, with, which would have been Dallas's pick, which was, like I said, you know, package to. Uh, them with Luka Dacic. So, there you go. Uh, <laughs> later on in the draft, the Hawks drafted uh, Kevin Hoarder, who's a great shooter from uh, Maryland. I think he's six seven, And uh, so, they're looking for great things from him, as well as Omari Spellman. He's coming from the national champion with off the Wildcats. So, um, some great news out of their three first-round draft picks there. So, uh, even though Omari Spellman is a forward, but I still would have really hoped the Hawks would have really went out for a, a true legitimate center in this draft, uh, especially as time went on down the draft. But I uh, guess time went to Um Dwayne Detman is a free agent. Uh, you got Mike Muscala, you know, pretty much plays center. Uh, he can you know, come off the bench. Uh, so we'll see uh, if they maybe move John Collins in that center role. Or uh, they may have Omari Spellman uh, in the power forward position or slash center position, so uh, you know time will tell on that. But uh, the Hawks are actually getting ready for the summer league. But you know, like I said, the draft was, in my opinion, in my opinion, I, I have to give the Hawks basically a B plus in this draft. And the reason why is because you drafted two guards. I felt like you probably should have went with you know a guard, probably the power forward and then the center, or at least the two guards or the center. So don't give him really a 4A, but Trey Young is going to be a, a, a project, basically. Uh, we'll see if he comes in and and uh, provides that much-needed spark that this team needs, not just to ear the city, but getting the back of the playoffs, but also just his on-the-court presence as well. What does this mean for Dennis Schroeder? That's a very good question. What does it mean for Ken Baysmore? A lot of talk was on draft night that the package was trying to be made by Travis Link by trading those two players, but they're still here. So a lot will be determined before the start of training camp still for sure, no doubt about that. But speaking of Travis Link, let's get his thoughts as he spoke to the media right after draft night and uh, just welcoming the players. To Atlanta, and also when he thought about each individual player... Went with
0: Trey Young. We're extremely excited about Trey. I think you guys have a pretty good idea about his game. Um, as I mentioned the other night, what really gets us excited about Trey is his ability to make plays for others, uh, his passing. And we're really looking forward to playing a fun style of basketball. We're, we're getting up and down the floor and allowing him to make plays for himself and for others. Um, next... With the 19th pick, we uh, went with Kevin. Um, Kevin again has great size for a wing at six foot seven. Uh, has a really, really good shooting stroke. Shot 42% from three this year. Is that right, Kevin? Around there. It's around there. <laughs> um, he also has the ability to put the ball on the floor and make plays for himself and others. So we're really looking forward, again, in an up and down game, for his ability to get out in the open court, uh, knock down open shots, and put the floor or put the ball on the floor and get to the rim and finally with the 30th pick we went with Amari Um, Amari uh, you know he's been compared to Draymond Green I guess and I guess I should have started by saying when we went through this draft uh, that never once crossed my mind but (laughs) it's out there but what really stands out about Amari is his passion Um, the intensity he plays with every night, and I think the city is just going to fall in love with how hard he goes out there and plays. Now, from my perspective, what goes along great with that is that 44% three-point shooters, is that correct? 43. 43, 43. I tried to give you too much credit. Uh, But anyway, we're really, really excited with how the draft turned out. Um, We uh, liked all these guys, and we were ecstatic when they were there uh, with
1: our respective picks. Like I said, Travis Link was just ecstatic about his draft picks, no doubt about that. So now let's hear from some of the players. Omari Spellman and Trey Young.
0: Oh uh, man, it's been it's been honestly an incredible experience. Um something that um I wouldn't trade for anything. Um and am um, I think I'm just I'm extremely proud to be an Atlanta Hawk and I think I'm just really ready to um get to working. Um play alongside these guys so yeah when your head coach is is that passionate and um and that that competitive and guards you in a workout i knew if i ended up here it would be something special i mean um i've always had a, a great relationship with my coaches uh especially with my head coach and i think from from then starting i mean from that day um we just built a great bond, and uh, I can't wait to, to get to work with Coach Pierce even more. Hopefully, uh, he can he can pick me up a little bit more on full court, too.
1: <laughs> All right, that was Amari Smellman that you heard first against Trey Young and the second part of that. Kevin Horder had a great story to tell about his draft night experience and let's Yeah, so
0: I, uh, I made the decision to stay home from the draft knowing I'd have a lot of support back home and we ended up having at a golf course a place that we knew we could fit a lot of people we had around 200 people there and uh right before the pick, really during San Antonio's pick, I got a tap from my agent on the shoulder and said, you know, this is, this is going to be you. And I remember I put my phone away and my mom was like, should I be reading into this? That, you know, you're putting your phone away. You're not looking at it. And uh just told her to watch the TV. A couple minutes later, my name was called. And obviously I think a lot of people saw the reaction. And it's exactly what I wanted. Uh, it was something I was dreaming about, just the reaction from everybody around me. And, um, you know, my will always remember.
1: Hey, well, welcome to Atlanta, guys. And, of course, Coach Lloyd Pierce, he's going to be a guy that's going to be a very hands-on coach for sure. So uh, we got to welcome Trey Young, Omari Spellman, and Kevin Horn with a lot of open arms. And uh, these guys are going to be uh, – I think they're going to be some great players. Uh, I don't think they're going to be, you know, in contention for a rookie of the year probably, um, you know, right out the gate. But at the same time, uh, maybe in second, third, fourth, of course, on down the line, these guys are going to be some guys that are going to really contribute to this Hawks team as the years go on. Also, congratulations to Malik Rose, as you know he was the general manager of the Erie BayHawks, but he's moved on to the assistant general manager of the Detroit Pistons. So, congratulations to Malik Rose, and uh, great to uh, hear that as well. Speaking of Detroit. You know, we got NBA free agency that's coming up. And, of course, the big name in NBA free agency right now, of course, LeBron James, as he has opted out of his player option to uh, come back to Cleveland. Now, is this a negotiation ploy? Possibly. But at the same time, you know, he um, I don't think he's coming back to Cleveland, to be honest with you. I, that, that's just my opinion. But, of course, he's the biggest name in free agency that will begin at midnight. Yes, July 1st, which is a special day to me. It's my birthday. But at the same time, that is the time that players actually can start maneuvering. Contracts really won't be able to be signed until July 6th. But at the same time, free agency does begin at midnight, basically Sunday. And so uh, let's run down right quick. Um, Some of the notable free agents uh, here in Atlanta, uh, Isaiah – Isaiah Thomas, uh, he was actually uh, released by the Hawks. Um, Malcolm Delaney is going to become a free agent, and uh, he actually posted that on social media. So when the Hawks drafted two guards, that pretty much was that. Uh, But uh, let's see some notable names here. Kevin Durant, he's an unrestricted free agent, just like LeBron James. Uh, LeBron is now 33, so we'll see the team offensive in, what, four or five years maybe. Uh, Kevin Durant is 29. Paul George is going to be an unrestricted free agent. Chris Paul is going to be an unrestricted free agent. Carmelo Anthony, he exercised his player option to come back to Oklahoma City. Uh, DeAndre Jordan, he's 29. He has a player option, though, but uh, I think that he has opted out of his player option to uh, return to the Clippers. Um, Enos Cantor of the Knicks, I think he's going to exercise his option to return to New York um some other notable names, uh, especially in the center position. Now you got Brooke Lopez who's thirty, who's an unrestricted free agent from the Lakers. Possibly something that the Hawks could look into, even though Travis Slayton, even though I didn't have that soundbite for you, he did say they were not gonna be so quick out the gate in free agency. They were gonna just kinda lay low and uh see what the market see what the market, you know, pretty much pretty much does. Uh, you got got Orleans Noel. Norlands Noel uh, was a highly touted center uh, when he was with uh, Philadelphia, but then was traded to Dallas. He's an unrestricted free agent. He's 24. Uh, so maybe something there for Lloyd Pierce, possibly. Uh, if you don't know what that Philadelphia connection, maybe. Um, you've got Amir Johnson, who actually is an unrestricted free agent from the 76ers. He's another center. Um, you know, so David West from Golden State is a free agent. Like I said, uh, Dwayne Bittman, he's a free agent as well. You got that's opportunity. Could he be making a return back to Atlanta? He's an unrestricted free agent. Uh, you've got Yogi, Yogi Ferrell, uh, who's out of Dallas. He's a restricted free agent, though. Um, you've got, uh, let's see some other notable names here. You've got Mick uh, Young from Golden State. He's a guard, though, so I think the Hawks are pretty uh, good with their guards here. you got Rui Gay. Uh, who's a forward coming from uh, San Antonio. He's a unrestricted free agent. So we'll see if uh, that, you know, may be a good fit as well. Rodney Hood, who's a forward from Cleveland, he's a restricted free agent, though. Uh, so a lot of notable names on this list. And so we'll see how everything will go about DeMarcus Cousins center. He's an unrestricted free agent as well. So uh, J.J. Reddick, he's a guard, though, but he's an unrestricted free agent. can give you some points. Um Isaiah, Isaiah Thomas, of course, guard from the Lakers. He's an unrestricted free agent. Uh, so, you know, uh, just um, just gonna have to wait and see. See what the Hawks do with any notable names, or you know, seeing how these other free agents will come about, uh, whatever wherever they may go. So, um, it's gonna be interesting. Dwayne Wade, you know, he's an unrestricted free agent. Jeff Green, forward, is an unrestricted free agent. Uh, So, we'll see. You know, just time will tell uh, that, of course, Jamal Crawford is an unrestricted free agent as well. So, uh, a lot to kind of sort out here. But NBA free agency, again, begins Sunday at midnight. So, we'll see not only what the Hawks do, but also other teams in the league do as well. So, uh, just, um, it's going to be very interesting, to say the least. So a lot of basketball fans are really, really just waiting for this time of year to see the type of movement that's going to be going on. But like I said, the Hawks did request waivers on guard Isaiah Taylor, and that was announced here today on Saturday, June 30th. Taylor appeared at 67 games for the Hawks, starting nine, averaged just under seven points a game, three assists, and about a rebound a game as well in 17 and a half minutes. And um, so uh, he's going to be moving on. Now, the Hawks did announce their Summer League roster earlier this week, and now they'll be completing, uh, competing rather, in the Utah Jazz Summer League in Salt Lake City from July 2nd, that's on Monday through the 5th, and the MGM Resorts NBA Summer League 2018 in Las Vegas between the 6th and the 17th. And, of course, Lord Pierce will be coaching them, and uh, all of the Hawks games will be televised either on NBA TV, ESPN, or ESPN2. Now, check this out. Uh, Last year's first-round draft pick and second-team all Rookie uh, selection, John Collins, is going to be among the group of second-year players, also including Tyler Dorsey, Antinius Cleveland, Jalen Morris. Also, is going to be Trey Young, Kevin Horner, and Amari Spellman. Um, The Hawks' second-round pick for 2017, Alpha Kappa, will also be playing. So that's great news there. Going to be coming over in the regular season? Hopefully so. Jalen Adams, Robert Johnson, Jock Lando, uh, Zach Lede, uh Junior Robinson, Brandon Sampson, and Zach Smith will complete the Hawks roster. So it looks like a pretty pretty good roster there to compete in the Summer League in Utah and Las Vegas. It's taylor Sports with Kevin Taylor. Thank you so much for being a part of this week's program. Of course, we are rocking the sports bell from the ATL. And now we're going to move on to soccer as at the Atlanta United. They have a game uh, about maybe an hour and a half from now, as we record this program. (laughs) But uh, they'll be taking on Orlando City. Yes, Orlando City. And uh, that game, that match, rather, will start at 7 p.m. at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. They'll be returning to action for the United uh, at uh, uh, Mercedes-Benz Stadium, coming off of a match after playing Portland. Uh, the United are still atop the Supporters Shield standings at 10-3 and three, and also four ties. 34 points is what they've scored so far. Orlando sits eighth in the Eastern Conference at 6-9, and nine. one tie 19 points. And um, like I said, it's going to kick off at 7 o'clock. And it's going to be televised on ESPN just in case you can't get down to the bins. And um, the United are coming off a 1-1 one, one draw against Portland on June 24th. Also at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Portland scored first in the 32nd minute. And uh, United responded in the second half as Julian Grissel scored his second goal of the season to tie the game at one, and that's, of course, where it stood. Orlando City SC is coming off a 2 nothing 2-0, rather, home loss to Montreal Impact on June 23rd. And, um, you know, so it should be a good contest. Uh, these two are actually rivals. So Orlando travels well, the United travels well, and uh there should be a good good match uh coming up tonight. So I think that uh, the United will be able to get this one in. Like I say, you can catch it on ESPN and um should be a great, great matchup, no doubt about that. Uh now also the United announced that midfielder Darlington Nagby will miss two to three months with a right abductor abductor injury. Uh Nagby suffered the injury during the second half of uh, last Sunday's match against Portland. So uh, that's going to be a huge blow for the United, but I'm pretty sure they are going to have uh, some some great talent that are going to be taking up uh, Magby's slot in the lineup. Also, some good news, though, to report for the United, they have six players, six, yes, that have made the MLS All-Star team, and they will be taking on uh, Italian champions, Juventus, and that is going to be in August. And, um, of course, the game is going to be presented by Target and the United, featuring the largest fan-voted club in an MLS All-Star game. Can you believe that? Like I said, they've got six players, and um, the Italian team is going to be – they've been described as a powerhouse. So we'll see who's going to win out on Wednesday, August 1st, at 7.30 on ESPN. So we're going to see who has the better team, the national or the Italian team. Brad Guzan was voted the goalkeeper. And of course, he's the Five Stripes captain. Michael Parkhurst will be joining him on the defensive side. The United's attack, of course, which is led, you know, leading the league right now in scoring, featuring, among this year's uh, fan 11 Miguel Armoron, Ezekiel Barco, and Darlington Nagby are uh, three of the four midfielders. And MLS Golden Boot leader Yusef Martinez leading the forwards. And, uh, of course, the game will be played right here in Atlanta. Top Top Martino is going to be coaching the 2018 MLS All-Stars against that big Italian team. that they're going to be sitting over to try to win out. But I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> Guzai earned the second MLS All-Star selection. He also was voted in in 2007, and um, so good to see him do uh, great this year and also be rewarded by an a All-Star selection. And uh, the first ever captain in team history, Parker, has actually picked up his sixth MLS All-Star selection, and uh, the defender has been one of the most consistent players all season, for sure, for the United starting all but the opener. This season, so uh, congratulations to those six players, and I know they're going to do well. And um, check this out, though: the U.S. Men's National Team player leads MLS in passing accuracy at ninety-two percent, and is one of the, of course, the key components of the United's possession game, and um, that is Darlington Nagbe. So, hopefully, you know, uh, even though I mentioned about how he'll be out for uh, two or three months. Um, that's going to be a big blow there. But um, maybe, uh, you know, somebody can be, um, you know, in that lineup that can uh, be of the same caliber as Nagme for sure. All right, now, some great news from Georgia. The University of Georgia finished eighth in 2017-18 edition of Learfield n a c d a Directors' Cup, the all-sports competition ranking collegiate athletic programs. The final rankings were released Saturday, today, following the completion of the College World Series, Georgia posted its 21st consecutive top-20 effort, making UGA one of only six Division I schools every year since 1997-98. The other schools to do so were Florida, North Carolina, Stanford, Texas, and my favorite school out west, UCLA. Now, during this past athletic year, 16 of Georgia's 20 sports included in the Directors' Cup score points for UGA. Nine programs posted top-20 efforts. And, of course, the women's indoor and track and field and men's outdoor track and field team led the way by capturing national championships. Also scoring in the top ten were football. They were second. Women's outdoor track and field, they were second. Men's indoor track and field were third. Women's tennis was fifth. Gymnastics was seventh. Softball, seventh. Men's swimming and diving was tenth. Now, additional teams that added points included women's swimming and diving, 11th. Baseball was 17th. Women's basketball was 17th. Uh, women's cross country was 17, men's tennis was 33rd, women's golf was 30th, and men's golf was 62nd. So, uh, congratulations to uh, UGA being eighth in the uh, Directors Cup. So, how about that? All right, yeah, that's a great news uh, regarding that for sure. It's TailorMade Sports with Kevin Taylor. Make sure to check me out anytime on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Kevin Taylor 98. All right, well, before we get out of here. We got to talk about the Atlanta Braves. They're still in first place in the NL East. They've got a road trip going on right now. They are in St. Louis, and so second game of a three-game series. The Braves are forty-six and thirty-four, five and five during the last ten. Forty home though. They only won two games <laughs> against last place teams. Yeah, not a good homestand at all against Cincinnati. Uh, you know, and also Baltimore. So uh, the Braves did not play very well there uh, in those games with two or four during that homestand. But uh, they're back on the road where they actually have a split record 23 and 17 at home, 23 and 17 away. They lead the Philadelphia Phillies by three games in the National League East. Ronald LaCunha, he returned back to the lineup uh, on a Friday night after missing some time with the spring MCL. And so uh, the Braves. They are going to continue to try to keep up, uh, keep their lead, rather, international league. And uh, I think if, if Brian Snicker is able to keep that lineup with a good balance there he mixes it up sometimes, I really like that Inder arte is, is back at the top of the lineup, and you have Ozzy Albies. Hopefully he can get back on track. And then the second slot, maybe have Acuna still playing or batting in the uh, latter part of the batting water to kind of get him, you know, get him back acclimated. And then if he wants to maybe move some players around, you know, be able to do so. Tyler Flowers um, went out of the game uh, Friday night with a hamstring cramp, a right hamstring cramp, but uh, should be listed as day to day. The Braves, uh, like I said, are in St. Louis. Seven fifteen is the start time for tonight. Sunday's game is at two fifteen. Then on Monday they begin a uh, three-game series against the Yankees in New York. 705. Monday, 705. Tuesday, Seven oh five Monday. Seven oh five Tuesday. One oh five rather for the fourth of July or Wednesday. But on Thursday, they go to Milwaukee, 18 on Thursday, 18 Friday, 14 on Saturday, and two ten on Sunday are those times. And also, the Braves, hey, they've got still some great players that are leading the All-Star balloting. Freddie Freeman, Nick Marquez, as well as Ozzy Albies. I think we'll see them for sure in the uh, MLB All-Star game coming up in mid-July, so uh, all-star balloting has not been complete, so uh, I think that uh, those three guys will be in the starting lineup for the National League. Freddie Freeman at first base, Avi Abi at second base, and Nick Markakis in right field. And, and uh, just a great uh, story for Nick Markakis. I believe it's a contract year for him, but um, still, he has uh, really been a um, true component through the. Uh, losing years and now with the Braves winning of stability in the outfield for them. So uh good to see him being rewarded this year for his outstanding play. Yeah. So uh good to see that, no doubt about that. All right, that's gonna do it for this edition of Pillar base for us with Kevin Taylor. Of course, like I told you anytime Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, Kevin Taylor ninety eight, I'm you know on there checking so if you want to reach out to me one more time. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, Kevin Taylor ninety eight, don't be hesitant to be able to reach out to me, I won't bite you. I told you that before. You know, it's always great to hear from everyone who's listening. And uh, thank you so much for listening, you know, here in the United States and also abroad in other countries as well. So I uh, just want to thank you so much for that. The show will be returning in a, a new format in July. So make sure that you stay updated on that, like I said, on social media. And so we're still going to have a lot of fun giving you Atlanta Sports coverage right here on the program but with just a little different touch but of course you'll be hearing more about that coming up in july never be discouraged always encouraged have a great weekend everyone enjoy your fourth and i'm out